one time we were in Jersey. That was great. Right? Well, yes. Yeah. So Jeanette, uh, <laughs> she was, I don't know, she, I, I was, the house was like pretty well separated. So I had music on downstairs. She came downstairs. She like turned it off. I'm let, like listening to Zeppelin. Of course, you can't listen to, you know, at two, you know, volume two. It's, yes, you know, it's got to be. And, uh, and then blah, blah, blah. One thing led to another. And then she's decided, oh, that's it. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to my mother's. Okay, fine. You know, and then she decides to take the dog. <laughs> so I go down, <laughs> sitting it on 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 Middle Road, which is you know where we lived in. Yes. in uh, we lived on Laurel Avenue in Hazlitt, right? Yes. Anybody listening from Jersey? Uh, exit one seventeen. <laughs> so, so I chased her down. I said, "You can leave. The dog stays." <laughs> Type of the same situation. Yeah, yeah I'll leave and the pizza's coming with me. G'day, y'all, and welcome to episode 49 Sopranos Food. You can try to imitate it, but there will never be nothing like it. So much revolved around food. No matter where they were, they were always eating something. Well, it's family of Italians. <laughs> And that is a quote about the making of Sopranos, and that's it. So Sopranos is really, every important thing is all about food. And it's also one of our great loves, because yeah. we quote it to each other, we talk about it. So welcome, Phil. Yeah, and, and even though we talk about American food, but this is, I mean, it's like the... It's Italian-American, American-Italian. Italian-American. Yes, Italian-American. You know, yeah. We even have our own civil rights. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Banano. Uh, <laughs> And they did mention that into uh, in so many episodes about the uh, Civil Rights League. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They mentioned lots of stuff. Yeah. And, but um, the food is all, all generated to the Italians over there and what they could get. So it, it's, a, it's a blend of Italian heritage, but mixed up with the American culture. Yep. And probably, you know, in, in New York, the two biggest restaurants always been either Chinese or Italian. Yep. You know, and I think probably... Yeah, all the fast food, one of the most popular is pizza. Absolutely. It's taken over the world. And um, I think part of it, I, I assume, from the outside looking in, even though mom's, momsancestry.com says I'm a little bit Italian. But the, um, the season one, episode one, Tony drags Meadow into the church. Like she's played a soccer game, I think yeah. it was. And he's looking around. She goes, what are you looking at? He goes, my father. Came over. My father built this church. He was a stonemason, mm-hmm. and you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, or his grandfather. Yeah. The grandfather built, and it's just the the pride of. And then he talks about the pride of coming to America, and you know, making your life. Yeah. And you it know. came with nothing. Most of the immigrants yeah. and all that, and and yeah, and they just made good. They lived in their own ghettos. Yeah, you know, my my grandfather and grandmother. They lived in uh, you know, they ghettos in uh, Lower Manhattan. So it was, uh, you know, Little Italy at the time, yep. and, and next to Canal Street, where all the Jews used to live, and that's how they. That's why we say we're from the same company, different divisions, you know? <laughs> because they're always close together. Yeah. Well, that's right. So now I think we can appreciate, and you, once you, someone who like, if someone's never grown up around Italian families or anything, I, I think not that everyone's mobbed up, but watching The Sopranos, it is all about love is food. You know, friendship is food. Important meetings, it's food. It's all... Yeah, food it, is the, the get-together thing. You can't 
you know, like we were talking about before in the last episode. Yes. Which was last week, right? Yes. If I remember correctly. Yeah, that's why you were bugging me for cake last week. Yes. Yes. But, you know, you always went somewhere. You always brought something with you. I mean, Mm -hmm. and they demonstrate it there because whenever they go someplace, they always bring something. That's exactly right. (laughs) So it's always something to eat. Yeah, like that video one time I showed you of making that Italian uh, cheesecake that I yes. used to get from Sabaro for Christmas. Yes. Right. And this lady, remember, she, she wouldn't shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and here's my two friends from next door, you know, <laughs> Joni and Jim. You know, and of course they're bringing stuff in with them. You know, like uh, they got the wine, they got something yeah. else to eat. Like, yeah. Always. Yeah. That's right. So we, as you can imagine, we have got a lot to talk about. A lot of food and funny things and we'll try to keep well i don't know how we're going to quote successfully but we're going to try to keep the uh well we'll just try to keep it flowing that's right and the language to the minimum uh <laughs> can we curse in italian i could do that pretty okay good. you can do that i'll point to you and then you can do that so let's get the housekeeping out of the way okay so we've got a new secret code word this week oh, or this right. month. Oh, yeah, because it is September and it ain't September morn because I thought that would be a nice one, but we wanted to do something more food. Foodie. So we said harvest, like harvest. in harvest moon because yes. this is harvest time. That is right. That is right. So September is, or September's word is harvest. Now you can look for the listener discount logo, which is next to the products that have the discount. There's a whole bunch of different things and they change during the month. So search for that. And September 15th, that show we're doing our one year anniversary Mm -hmm. listener questions. So what's your question? Make sure that you get a hold of us at podcast at usafoods.com.au. Ah, yeah, one year. Wow. Anyway, I'm still in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, eventually. Yeah, but the sun, look, it's sunny outside today. It's beautiful today. Yeah. So back to the show and, oh, did we take a break here? No. No. Because no, no, no. this is back to the show. Anyway, fun facts time. Yes. So every day there was uh, mozzarella, provolone, provolone sobersad, uh, Bobby uh, Bacalari, right? Well, they called him Bobby Bacala at the end. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bobby, everybody had a nickname. They you did. Know, we had Joe D. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, you know, we had Sally Shakes. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of something. Because <laughs> you always played up on what their faults were. Yes. Yes, I remember seeing <laughs> yeah. it. Like someone's. Tall, they're shorty, or yeah, vice versa. Yeah. yeah, but most of the times I grew up, they were uh, like Peter Marconelli, you know. So he he was like the king of the schoolyard, right? So if you ever had anybody give me any time, hey, you know, you know who's my friend, <laughs> Peter Marconelli. Yeah, yeah. So Peter was he was five foot high, five foot wide. You know, he's one of these guys, you know, <laughs> just had a head and no neck, you know, just right straight down. He'll <laughs> just roll right yes. over you. <laughs> so anyway, so we went to shallow high school and he was the king there. Yeah. Any problems? That just meant I never seen him get in a fight, but he was like Fonzie. He didn't have to. He didn't have to. <laughs> just his presence. <laughs> just everybody no, no okay. No, I'm not doing anything. You need to look yeah. him up. I yeah. want to see what happened yeah. to him. Uh, Waste um, management? <laughs> yeah. <probably. laughs> yeah. So uh, federal pen. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. So there was always Really good food on set. That is why if you watch the first episode and then the very last episode of the series, there's a lot of weight gain with a lot of people. 
But they came from local legitimate Italian restaurants and good delis in, yeah. in the neighborhood. And, uh, and they this, said they, they got fed well. They did. Well, so well, you know. <laughs> fed too well. Uh, yes, fed too well. So fun fact three. Mm-hmm. So Bobby Bacala, Steve Schripper. There's this one scene where he and Tony are eating steaks together and Bobby is talking about how Quasimodo predicted all these things. He goes, what, Quasi? No, do you mean Nostradamus? He- <laughs> so they had so many takes. Sounds like I do things like that. <laughs> That's right. They had so many takes that uh, he ate six ribeyes. Six. Six in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> that, that reminds me of, like the scenes with, with uh, Paulie, you know, and they got uh, – Bobby and Vito next to each other. <laughs> and he's oh, commenting yeah. about it. You know, it's, it is a uh, before and that's the before. <laughs> before they go on Jenny Craig. Yeah. Now, um, the kid that played Bobby Jr., right? The first day of um, first day of shooting, James Gandolfini said to him, look, kid, you're going to eat a lot. So you make sure you don't actually eat like you know, because if you take a bite and they have to redo an angle, you might take it 10 times. So yeah. just think about when you're eating, just push the food around or act like you're eating. Well, Bobby Jr. did not take Mr. Gandolfini's advice while shooting the street fair. He, uh, on that occasion, he bit into a Zeppola early in the shoot and was forced to spend the rest of the day eating the fried powdered treats. <laughs> he estimated he ate about 150. Well, they're really small. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But they sink. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you go to some of the, uh, like the Red Hill market and all that. There's a Zeppeli guy there now. Oh, is there? Yeah. Ooh. And they're really good. Oh, well. Yeah. We haven't been to the Red Hill market in years. Yeah, but he goes to, to some of the other ones. We're all down in uh, in Mornington. Oh, uh, nice. The Zeppeli guy. Oh, I have to go there. Everyone in the Melbourne area. You just get need back the there. guy serving a black coffee next to it. That's all. The know, little so, ones. Yeah, the little short ones. <laughs> okay, now we're going to have some more fun talking about certain scenes that we love and food that goes with it uh, after the break. Okay, we're back. We are. Yep. Now we've got a – we'll explain what we're looking at, but we've got some stills from The Sopranos that sort of demonstrates food and Tony in the game. Yeah, well, the first one, he's on the floor after he had one of his attacks. That's right. His first attack that ended up sitting in. the barbecue, in, yeah. That's right. His ducks flew away. Oh. <laughs> he's turning the sausages and he passes out. So this begins his um, adventures with Dr. Melfi, having to talk about things mm. and uh, dealing with panic attacks, which is not a very uh, mafioso thing to have. No, nah. oh, uh, because he has to show that he's strong and he nothing affects him. So that's, exactly that's why he right. kept every all of his stuff very secret about his attacks and about going to Dr. Melfi. Yeah, because they can't know. But I'm betting the sausages that he was going to cook are from Satriani's. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll go to the next one, which is so Zed Vesuvius. I like this scene. I've thrown this on Phil. He might know it because Carmela, Christopher, Tony, and, a- and Adriana. Yeah. Are out to dinner together, and in this scene, they're talking about someone's wedding. Have they got a caterer? And Christopher, who sort of loses it a lot, he really he he wasn't really born to this because he's he's like, is this all you people talk about is food? Food, exactly. (laughs) I'm just so sick of it, and it is. 
And the, <laughs> I actually feel sorry for Christopher a lot of the time because I don't think he was just – he wasn't cut out for it. Yeah, but he did have that attitude. Oh, yeah? You know, because he, he went off like a match. <laughs> you know, be nice and calm and next thing you know, he's shooting somebody. That is yeah. exactly right. Uh, yeah, we'll go to yeah. – Oh, in the pizza place. <laughs> We gotta respect the pizza. You know? My pizza never hurt nobody. Yeah, that's right. I love when the cops come in. Is this your pizza? I don't know. You know? It's your box. Is your? Well, I don't know. It's the I don't know who, what, where. Yeah, so there's the perfect example. That's the first of it. thing we grow up. You know, you ask somebody you know, like a teacher asks yourself, "Who did this? Did what? <laughs> <laughs> so, did you do this? Yeah. Who? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But, where were you when this happened? What? what? Where? What are you talking about? Yeah, well, that's, that's where they all got it from because it's, this is how we answered <laughs> back. You never committed to anything. Well, uh, the story was Anthony Jr. and some of his friends got into a bit of trouble yeah. and they left the pizza behind. So so they find the pizza box and the, yeah, the owner's like, no, my pizza never hurt nobody. No. He goes, is it a special order? So he calls the guy from the back. He goes, he presses the top of the pizza. He goes, oh. Double mozzarella and sausage. <laughs> I know who ordered this. And so, so there goes Anthony. <laughs> Love it. Olivia. Olivia uh, in bed with a cast on her hand. Yes. And what's she complaining about now? Well, this, this because is. Because no matter what they brought her, like sure. he brought her cookies and everything. And she'd light up and go, yeah, nah. Yeah, I can't have it all. It's no good for my cholesterol or yeah, I can't eat that anymore. Uh, or she was always complaining. She was. And I like to be, we're, uh, She's you know. a real scotch. <laughs> so this bit, Anthony, or not Anthony, well, Tony Soprano, he's eating some ham. He goes, oh, Ma, this Virginia ham is great. Yeah. She goes, go get yourself some more. He goes, oh, no, no, I've had enough. He goes, you never let me feed you. <laughs> that was her big complaint. She was an interesting piece of work. Yeah. It's just like the macarons. Remember what the mac- macarons to her in when she was in the uh, – Retirement oh, living. Yeah. Yeah, or, she can't eat them and, she, and give them to somebody. No, give them to the, leave some for the lunatics. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I, I actually, I saw a behind the scenes clip, which was really funny because she's being, or, so um, James Gandolfini's there and she's got him by like his shirt yeah. and she's effing this and effing that. And he's like. <laughs> 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 so yes, Lydia. She um she liked to ruin occasions around food too, like Sunday dinners. Yes, yeah, they're sitting down, and all of a sudden she decides that she wants to leave, and Carmine's not finished. <laughs> we might even have a, remember that one. So, yeah, Ginger's like finished. Yeah. She's gone. He goes, oh, and she, you mind, Uncle June? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're finished. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, we're sitting out eat. They're eating takeaway food on there. It's probably Chinese food. Yeah, so they're on the they're on the well. It is Chinese food because yeah. the funny thing is. Uh, Italians will never buy Italian food most of the time outside to bring home. No, that's Why? right. I cook it at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so they're talking about some of the conversation they're having is about like Italian history, uh, yeah. right? And so I think it was Meta. No, Anthony Jr. says <laughs> this is the one with the chopsticks. That's right. So he, so one of them says, "Oh, well." Tony says the Italians invented the pasta. The pasta, and he's like. No, he goes. Why would the why would people that eat with sticks make something they have to use a fork to eat? <laughs> <laughs> so they have these nice little skewed um, Amer- uh, Italian history lessons when they were doing all that. This James uh, 
moving the stuff around the plate as well. Uh, oh, this is my, one of my favorites. So here's Tony picking up a box of, of, of pizza. Yes. You know, it's pizza in a box so that, you know, take away. So this is where he came in. This is when they, I think that we just separated. Or they were separated, the Tony and Carmela yeah. for a little and bit. And he brings in the pizza to have there and I guess to talk or whatever. And then he gets in another fight with Carmela. And she throws something at she's always she's always throwing stuff, you know. Well she's put she's held a lot in over these years, yeah. I think. And then he, he's ready to leave, he throws the pizza on the floor or whatever, and like, ah, buff on goal, I'm leaving, <laughs> you know. And then he closes the door after him, <laughs> and then like two seconds later, he opens up the door, comes back in, picks up the pizza and leaves. <laughs> He's not letting a good pizza go to waste. Yeah. No, I mean I, I've been in a situation like that. <laughs> We're not food. <laughs> where what time we were in Jersey? I was going right? well, yes. Yeah. So Jeanette, uh, <laughs> she was. I don't know. She, I, I was. The house was like pretty well separated. So I had music on downstairs. She came downstairs. She like turned it off. I'm let, like listening to Zeppelin. Of course, you can't listen to you know at two, you know, volume two. It's yes, you know. gotta be. And. Uh, and then blah, 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 one thing led to another. And then she's decided, well, oh, that's it. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to my mother's. Okay, fine. You know, and then she decides to take the dog. <laughs> so <laughs> I go down, <laughs> sitting it on, on, uh, on Middle Road, which is, you know, where we lived in. Yes. in uh, we lived on Laurel Avenue in Hazlitt, right? Yes. Anybody listening from Jersey? Yeah, exit 117 on the <laughs> So... <laughs> So I chased her down. I said, you can leave. The dog stays. <laughs> <laughs> same type of, same situation. Yeah, I'll leave and the pizza's coming with me. You know? <laughs> well, as I was saying earlier, this is the things we can all relate to as people. You don't have to be mobbed up. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think one time I went to go stay at my friend Sally's after an interesting argument, and I Move think on. you drove past and was like, and was with one of those and another thing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on, we uh, can. Ah, uh, uh, Bobby, you know this is this is so Bobby Bacala's on the screen. He's got tears in his eyes. Yeah. This is when Janice turn, uh, uh, was trying to weasel her way into the to Bobby's family. She thought she could marry in. She's taking so Bobby's a widower. His wife Karen was killed in a car accident. He should have been there. Should have been him. Should have been him. Should have been him. He's the only one without a guma. Yeah, he was just like loved his wife, just and his kids, two small kids, and she keeps taking this thing out of the freezer, which is Karen's last ziti. Yeah, the baked macaroni. There's her last one. So she tries a couple of times. So she knows the minute that ziti's gone. Yeah, that, Karen's that gone, and then she can get in. So there's Bobby looking at her, going, "It's Karen's last meeting," mm. and they do sit there. Now I've got to say, she, she muzzled away into how many or three different, oh, three different uh, boyfriends. Yeah, so Ralphie when yeah. he was going out with Rosalie Prue. Yeah, we got Bobby and, and the other guy with the short dark hair. Ah, uh, yes. That is, she shot him. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is right. So Tony had to come clean it up. Yeah, he goes, "Where is he?" I don't know, in a nice hill somewhere with a tree over it. You don't want to know where he is. <laughs> but I had I had notes with Janice. Her whole way to get into that family was it was food. So food. she had gone on the list to bring she brought dinner once a week. Yep. She was really 
not very nice to yeah, the kids. And she, and she never cooked. That was the other thing. She got it like from Marty's. <laughs> and she brought in and said, oh, yeah, I brought you something. Yeah. And, and Tony was, uh, he, he was aware of it. Do you know the only normal soprano? <laughs> the, only, oh, the other sister, Mello? Barbara. Oh, Barbara. <laughs> She's like on the Munsters, right? <laughs> she shows up about every 10 episodes just at a family thing. Yeah. But that was it. So I thought that was really representative. The way to get to his heart yeah. was through the cooking. And this is uh, very similar that. to what you were saying because he's giving Bobby a bad time. Because you know, be careful of Janice. He goes, "Oh, you know, she cooks us dinner." And he said, "You yeah. liked her cooking because she made this beautiful lasagna the other night with little bits of sweet sausage." Yeah. And he goes, "It tastes just like Carmela's goes, or somebody's." He goes, yeah. He goes, "Does it have basil leaves underneath the thing?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "That's Carmela's lasagna." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that thing we told you the other week with Tony and uh, my friend uh, Bruce. Yes. Uh, and Bruce used to bring in uh, fried chicken oh, into yes, work. That's right. And said <laughs> it was Candy's fried chicken, his wife's. Yes. And we found out that it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony goes, that's, that's bogus fried chicken, Bruce. <laughs> so now, and then Uncle Junior is just like, that the way that scene finishes is like, don't come running to me. Because yeah. everyone noticed Janice, she, first of all, she's got the Rolling Stones. Oh, it's, it's a pseudo on, one. It's not yeah. a real tattooed on her. They probably couldn't get the rights for it. <laughs> <laughs> tattooed on her boob. What did she name her son's? I forgot what she named her son. She was a hippie for a while. Yeah. She always had a problem, but then she was. She always comes back. She always wants money. Her problem <laughs> becomes Tony's problem. That's right. Yeah. So Tony is and always a, involved money. <laughs> money or dangerous men. That's it. She's Livia's good daughter. Now we've gone to the next scene here, which is Tony. Yep. With a lovely ice cream sundae. Sitting on a couch, munching away. Which is, you know, you know when Tony's relaxed, he's usually watching the History Channel. Yep. And he's got his bowl of ice cream. And it always that. And then I, here comes Camilla, ruining it all. <laughs> <laughs> Been through that a few times, so. <laughs> this is a therapy session today? I can, I can, I can. Dr. Murphy, that usually happens the other way around at my house. <laughs> we have a few ice cream stories to tell here oh. at the minute. But you can just – one of the best scenes, do you remember when he's with Anthony Jr. and he's making a sundae and he's got the squirty – like the oh, yeah. yeah, the ready whip? Yeah. And, he, and they're just together and he's like, do you want nuts on that? Do you want that? <laughs> there was just – you know, you can see him being relaxed and a dad, mm. not just the maid guy. And he loved – he would quote too. Like he loved the History Channel and he loved – yeah. All that I sort like, of stuff. I like yeah. yeah. I do too. Sort of great stuff on there. I think Tony t- was a lot smarter. Yeah. <laughs> like, and even on the British Channel, you know, they do the thing with the uh, the railroads and all that. That's just so great. And you yeah. know, a lot of British history. Well, it's good. Now we'll go to uh, uh, Chrissy. <laughs> Chrissy buying cannolis because he. They told him to go out and get some granolis and some spuyadels. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So he, he's waiting there and other people are coming into. Uh, the bakery. Yeah, so we're seeing a picture of the bakery. Yep, and it could be, and now he's behind the counter. Chrissy's be, because he's a little upset because other people came in bef- after him and got served before him. I understand that anger. Yeah, but he takes his anger out in a little way. <laughs> the guy gave him the cannolis, and he sh- shoots him in the foot. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> sort of like the the got the Goodfellas when they did that. You know? That's right. And then later on, you see a scene where he's in the car because he's always driving Tony everywhere and it gets back to Tony yeah. what he did and he smacks him in the head. 
Because just because your temper's gone now, you shoot the guy in the foot. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one we have, oh, oh, it's the triad. Yeah. You've got Carmela, you've got Rosalie April, and the priest. And the priest. <laughs> <laughs> so first, the first couple, the first season, Carmela and the priest have a very close friendship, almost like flirting, and especially with Rosalie as well. Everything's about food. Tony even says one time, so the he goes, where's my, uh, where's the ziti? She goes, it's gone. He goes, the priest was here again, isn't he? <laughs> so they so this, so we're looking at a scene and Carmela is in the background. Rosalie and the priest, he's eating a bowl of pasta. I didn't catch what it was. And they're sitting there and he's just saying how good the pasta was. And she's like, oh, it's the fresh basil. It makes all the difference. And Carmela is in the back. She's coming in. She's steaming. She is steaming as well as her hot steaming dish of pasta that she brought. So this is a betrayal. So she walks out. They don't know she's there. And then she goes to the garbage and she just dumps all the pasta. (laughs) (laughs) So part of this is, well, she has a very good, very good thing at the end of it when she's talking to the priest when she's asking if – he wants to stay for dinner. And she goes, I don't know what you do with the women in this church, but it's something about food, intention. I don't know what it is, but you fix it. Well, I think because he's he's off limits. He is. So they, they feel, oh, let's see if I could, uh, you know, go underneath the fence. That's right. And, they, you know, and he pays attention to her. Yeah. That's all it is. So. Now here's Bobby and Junior. Bobby and Junior. Now. They're by the refrigerator. That's right. So Junior and Bobby have this good relationship together because Junior's under house arrest at this point. (laughs) So Bobby has to take care of him. And a lovely lady came over and and brought over a a tray of menagotta. Menagotta. (laughs) So Junior's here. He goes, what happened to the menagotta? He goes, it's gone. He goes, there was a half a tray in there. (laughs) I'm hungry. So, yes. Now, I'll tell you a story about the Managotta. Yes. Okay, so my mother was the outsider. Right. Australian coming into an Italian family. Okay. And my after my grandmother passed away and stuff, my two aunts, Connie and Francis. <laughs> okay. Okay. Basically ran the kitchen for the holidays. Nobody right. else was cooked. They, they, if you had, you, you know, because everything was segregated, you know, and all the women were in the kitchen. Yes. You know, and if you were in the kitchen and Aunt Connie and Francis did all that, everybody else, my Aunt Anna, my Aunt Faye, my mother, yeah, they were assigned like the other stuff, like clean the dishes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. All Set that. the table. And so the only thing that they let my mother make on Easter, okay, because she learned from my grandmother is how to make, how to make managotta. Oh, nice. she ha- she had it down of how to make it. It's a crepe. Yep. It's not a pasta. It's a crepe. <laughs> And then you roll it up like with the same type of filling you use for uh, raviolis and yep. stuff. And you roll it up and you make it like a – it's like an Italian um, – uh, what's that, Mexican dish? The, uh, enchilada. Enchilada. Oh. <laughs> it's almost the same except the filling's different and the sauce is not as tangy. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know? nice. Yeah. But it is a crepe. Yes. And I was I was reading the recipes on it because I think at home they have the, the giant shells you that you can the buy. Shells. It's yeah. a pasta thing, but yeah. it's not. It's, it's a great. No, it's a, I've never had. And it's got to be really light. I've never had the right version of it. I've only had the pasta version. Well, we should make it because yeah. we're. I think it's in a Carmine's book or it might be in the And it should be in the Sopranos as well. And yeah. like I will just take a second here. Part of this happened is we both have the Sopranos cookbook, which is 
fantastic. Like the Sunday gravy in it, which is another thing. So gravy. I have a friend here who's Italian, and she's on a lot of American Italian um, Facebook groups. Yeah, I think it's more of an- It's an American It's an American term. Yes, that's right. So they have big fights about it because she's like- there isn't even a word for gravy in Italian. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah salsa it's, or something like that. That's right. So or ragu. 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 That's it's not, right. Yeah, ragu means that's your gravy. Yeah, like, but America, uh, Italians will never use ragu. Yes. Yeah, we'll leave that for the people on the farms in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, that's it. So the Sunday gravy, and, and then a new person that's working with us, we were talking about this, and he's had the Sunday gravy recipe, Adam, written down and in his wallet for a period of time because he made it, but he had to had yeah. the ingredients, to you know, had the shopping list to go buy the ingredients. Yeah, the whole thing about making gravy, okay, it cooks for a long time, so it can get very acidy. Yeah. So you got to control that. Probably, probably the best way to control is put butter in it. Yeah. And right, when you're just about ready to serve, it takes that acidity down. But it's, it's simmered all day long. Okay, and with a lot of different meats in it. Mm-hmm. So the diff- more meats you put into it, the more flavorful it is. Yep. And then, they, like, it was like, uh, I don't know, like, like a bouillon base. You throw everything into it. Yeah. You know, you got some pork that goes in, lambs, you know, brajol. So a lot of the things also were stuffed. We were talking about this. So they used to go to the Italian butcher and get pigskin, which you can oh, still buy here, and yeah, pig's yeah. feet. Yep. Yeah, you know, or pig's trotters. So the skin, I remember my answer, troke. Coarse salt on it and scrape it and clean it and all that. Yeah. And then they would roll it up like with Italian breadcrumbs and then tie it, okay, into a roll. Yeah. And, and then brown it off and then that goes into the into the oh, gravy. Oh wow. Okay. Along with the meatballs and so all the different meats that they whatever they had went in it in there. Oh, that sounds yeah. good. You hear them also talk about bajol. Bajol is nothing that we ever ate because that's a different part of Italy where they made it. But it's almost the same thing where it's a thin slice of meat that's rolled up, tied up, and then put into the, uh, you know, a little seasoning inside yep. the brick one, tied up, and then thrown into the gravy. Oh, yum. Yeah. So it all cooks for a long time. So everything just like falls off the bone. Uh, I made it once. Um, and like I, I've made sauce but i've made it like with all the meats and all that one and it was magnificent and it made so much that you could then make things like lasagna and use the right and it just tastes what they did but and you never served the meats with the pasta that's right yes there's always you had the pasta and then you had your meats that's it there's the order of things the order of things that's why i was saying yeah spaghetti and meatballs well you go to italy you never get spaghetti and meatballs no the meatballs are always separate very that sounds very nice. Oh, now we, we've switched scenes here. And here is Livia in her kitchen. Burning something? Yes. Looks the pan's on fire. <laughs> and do you remember she t- Tony calls her? So she walks away. She's cooking mushrooms, I think it was. It was and the recipe is in the book for the for the mushrooms. Flaming mushrooms. Flaming mushrooms. <laughs> so she's doing that, and then she talks, the phone rings, and she talks to Tony, and then she looks around and the pan's catching, and so she does something. She puts a whole pan of water on it. Yeah. And so it goes. <laughs> but she goes back to Tony. She doesn't call the cops or, or the fire department or no, anything else. She's and, on hit phone. Oh, oh <laughs> you don't it. love me. You never hear when I need you. Yeah. I've got to look at this and get out of the apartment, Ma. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so that was the beginning of uh, the conversations with Livia about moving into uh, the oh, retirement. It's not a nursing home. It's a retirement community. She had her own little apartment. Yeah. That's exactly right. And uh, so then that that house ends up being a uh, 
Janice lives there, all these other people there. Oh, I just thought of who Janice's other boyfriend was. Richie Apparel. Oh, Richie, yeah. There we go. Ah, yeah. Paulie Walnuts um, in the restaurant. I'm sorry, it's to, and they're in Italy, their trip to Italy. Oh, yeah. And this is where he's dressed in a nine. He's always dressed in a nine. He is. He's he- beautifully groomed. Yeah. He's a, uh, I love Polly, but he's, they're serving all this beautiful Italian food, which Polly doesn't recognize any of it. Yeah. So at this point, you see him sitting at the table, the waiter's behind him. He goes, can I just get some macaroni and gravy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the waiter's looking at him and he's going, is mac- gravy? What's macaroni? That's all he wanted. It was too fancy. Mm. So that's when, uh, Tony went over and met the uh, female Don. Yeah, over there. Yeah, Tony was—he was sort of, sort of like the uh, Captain Kirk of. The- <laughs> he goes to another planet. He always has to, you know, fall in love with the, the local talent. <laughs> well, we had yes, and we have a joke because my mom, she's like, I know, I don't know what it is. But I'm in love with Tony Soprano. <laughs> I said, like, <laughs> I know he's not. And then I heard he he's was cuddly. Yeah. He was, and he was in a um a movie with Diane Lane. And I saw her interview, and she goes, "Let me tell you about Jim, the yeah. raw sex appeal. Uh, it's a real thing. Uh, like he just fall in love with him." So. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Uh, the next one. Oh, there he is, Tony Appella. Tony, right? No, no, ja- no that's J- Jackie. Jackie. Jackie April. Yeah. Or is it Jackie? No, Jackie was is, Richie. It's Richie. Richie. Yeah, Jackie, Jackie's wife. Ja- no, Jackie passed away. Jackie's his brother, the head of the fam. Uh, but do you know what he's giving Carmela there? It looks like chicken cacciatore. Oh, it's no. tripe. Oh, and, tripe. Tripe and tomatoes. Oh, oh, haven't had that in a while. I know. We were talking about that not too long ago because uh, he brings it over to Carmela and he said, I think you and me are the only people that still love tripe. Yeah, tripe. So yeah. he had made that. Casserole yeah. dish for and, her. And like, well, if we ever get back to, to California again, <laughs> you go to a good Mexican restaurant. Oh, yes. Menudo. I love Made menudo. with tripe. Oh, yeah. It is so good. Brendan King. It's like the Mexican pho. Yeah, it is. It's the same, same, same type thing. of thing. Very fragrant. You put the cilantro on it and you squeeze the lime and it's just that. Oh, oh it's healing. And on mm. Sunday morning, it's the hangover cure too. Yeah. Yeah. Tripe gets a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> So his uh, now that we're back in the bedroom, yes. And this is after Tony went to an Indian restaurant, <laughs> okay. And then from the Indian restaurant, he went to Audie's restaurant. And then he's got food poisoning, and so Audie came to him because he's blaming Audie. Oh, because he's had muscles. Had muscles, yeah. And he's blaming Audie, and then Audie says, so "You know what? <laughs> Using that ghee and all this other stuff, and then how bad it could get, you know, by you know, going rancid and stuff. That's what you got, you know." Yeah, and he's like, "He was sick as a." Well, first he's like, "I pick all those muscles myself." Like, yeah. and then Carmela goes after an Indian dinner, and he goes, "That's Their it." Because <laughs> yeah. muscles, if you ever make muscles, the whole thing or any type of shellfish, you know, it's got to be live. So if if this shell is a bit open, you tap it. If it doesn't close, throw it away. Yeah, that's exactly right. But the opposite thing is, and this has been documented a lot of times, a lot of people think that once they're closed and then you cook them and they don't open and all Mm -hmm. the other brothers are open over there, okay? So you could open it with with a knife or whatever. It's still good. So if it doesn't open after you cook it, doesn't mean that it's bad. It's only bad when it doesn't close that they're dead. Right. Okay, but even the muscle conglomerate or whatever, you know, did a, if you go on their website, yeah. it tells you about that, that, you know, so many are thrown away because people think they're bad, but they're not. 
Well, I think I've even thrown a few yeah. away myself. I will mm-hmm. fix that. But just the only thing is that when you open them up, there's like only like the steam because none of the whatever you're cooking it with gets yeah, in. Yeah, none of the flavor. Yeah. That's it. Uh, uh, the shoelaces. <laughs> this is the shoelace one there. <laughs> Tell us the story, Phil. Well, yeah. As much as you can. This is poorly, and they're uh, they're in the back of the of the uh, pork store, and yeah, and then he's with Sylvia, and what's this other guy? Oh, uh, Hesh. Hesh. So the the music director guy. So they're in there, and he's washing his hands. And Tony's a clean fanatic, mm-hmm. so he's washing, and and, they, and they, <laughs> Sylvia's going, "Oh, it's all this about washing." His. He goes, you know, because I just something about shoelaces came into it, but Tony only wear. Uh, not Tony. Uh, Polly. Polly only wears <laughs> loafers. But the reason is because if the shoelaces get down, he goes, you ever go into a men's room, it's like a sewer. You know? <laughs> That's right. So all that stuff is crawling up your shoes. You know, it's, it's all infected. So you <laughs> He's like scrubbing his yeah. hands. <laughs> so, he's, yeah, scrubbing his hands. He was a, He's a clean freak, you know. Uh, and he's a clean freak that loves his ma. Yeah. Well, and that changes stories, yeah. And he also is one of the well, one of the character, one of the actors that actually, when he spent seven years in prison, yeah. and was arrested like twenty something times, I think. <laughs> so he was actually, yeah, a, fit into this group perfectly. I was crook. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Polly, Polly, he is the real guy. And and Phil, we were talking about like he. Always oh, he he has hands in front of him. Yeah, he says he learned that in prison because you always have to be ready to, in case somebody takes a swipe at you, that your hands are already up. Yeah, so anytime he's talking, he talks like this yeah. so, with the hands in front of his chest. His hands are always in front of him. So if you, yeah, so if anyone's watching that, check that out. Mm. Uh, oh, now we're at sushi. That's right. Now they discovered sushi and they go to the sushi restaurant. I know, like from the storyline, they've been there out of six days, eight times. <laughs> and then Carmela gets upset because Tony went there without her. Yes. One time. <laughs> she gets all pissed off. Why'd you go there without me? Because I didn't think you wanted to go and I was hungry. You know, something, something like that. You know, but they're realizing, how good is this? You know, I remember when I lived in California, California has extreme sushi. We yep. talked about before. I t- my two aunts came out and I took them to, to sushi. They never had sushi before. Yep. They just like work. Astonished because being Italian, they ate a lot of raw raw fish, right? And they, well, they, they were eating like the octopus, the pupa, they call it, and you know, and the the tuna. They they were just they couldn't believe how good this stuff was. Oh, and they can appreciate the ingredients yeah. and not yet yeah, yeah. what it is. Yes. And what I loved about this too is. It was one of those nice moments that they actually have where you see them as a couple yeah. on their and own. Not fighting. And not, you know, just enjoy how special uh, uh, this is. Yeah. Until the week later when, when he went off by himself. Well, <laughs> yes. He probably threw a shoe or something probably. out of or, or well, a statuette or, or some capa de monte. <laughs> that's right. Well, you know, she had to share a lot of things with Tony. So yeah. Tony left her out of a few but i and i loved that they could appreciate how good the, the love of each other and the love of the food, food and yes. this yeah it all yeah, yeah it was all like and gelled like, together yeah. and you're saying that with your aunts too yeah. so they could appreciate it that something that they never had before was so good and they missed it all their lives yes and do you yeah. know what i find i find really i find it really sad when people see a different sort of food mm. and they're afraid to try it yeah because it's just like a whole world out there. Well, you're a big Anthony Bodine, yeah. Bodine, yes. Bodine a fan. And, yes. and uh, 
Yeah, and that was his thing. Why go to this fancy restaurant and everything's so sanitized? Yep. You got to take a chance. You want to eat the locals. You got to eat the street food. You got to go yep. where they're going. Yeah, well, you might get sick. Yeah, you know, once in a while, but but you'll feel better in a couple of days, and you yeah, move on. Yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> I think what did he say? He only got really sick. I think once, once mm-hmm. or twice, and that was it. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, with any food safety, if it's hot, better come to your plate hot. Yeah. If it's cold, right. it's got to become cold. If it's anything in between, it's not so good. No, tepid is not good. Tepid. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go to the next scene. Uh, oh, the ribeye scene. Well. And I love this. I love this little bit of humanity. He's in Melfi's office. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's he's reading the, the Bon Appetit or something. And haven't we all done this? He sees a good recipe in the magazine and tears it out. And tears it out. No, I never did that. Oh, I've done it. I've done that on the airplane, not not in an office. Oh no, I've done it. Uh, look, if the magazine is more than two years old, it's fair oh, yeah. game. But later on. Which I didn't realize because I saw the scene. I loved it. Later on, um, Melfi actually could see him doing it. And she goes, what if someone else wanted to use that recipe? Anthony, why are you so selfish about it? But I love how he's going to go home and he's going to make the ribeye with the peppers. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Happy birthday. Look how long the I know. So this, we've gone to the next season. Next Oh, this is their father-in-law's birthday. No, this is Anthony Jr.'s birthday. birthday. This is the first episode, Mm. and this is when Livia calls up to (laughs) say she can't come. come. (laughs) So then Anthony comes out, Anthony Jr. comes out, what? No F and (laughs) Zini? Watch your mouth, and the priest is right behind him. Yeah, the priest hits him on the butt, and they all go, hoi, (laughs) hoi. So that's how Livia ruins things yeah. so he's waiting for that but that's the day that tony collapses as well so it all goes downhill from here yeah. so but, there you got the steaks ready to be going to barbecue and the happy birthday thing and ch- potato chips it'll be all antipasto all over yeah. everywhere but they had to rain check it next thing you know he's having an mri <laughs> tony actually that was a funny scene too i don't have that so tony is about ready to go into the mri and he goes to Car- carmella goes I'm keeping you company. And he said, okay, he goes, do you think I have a brain tumor? Do you think that? And she goes, well, we'll find out. What's he doing, like a George Costanza? No, he's just like, yeah, that's right. He's laying there scared. And he goes, like, do you think they'll find a brain tumor? She goes, well, we'll find out. He goes, oh, you've got a good bedside manner. <laughs> and then they get to start fighting about the gumas and the priest. And then she yeah. goes, you know what I know, Anthony? Is, or, and I know Tony is, uh, when I die, I'm going to heaven. You're going to hell. Yeah. As he's going through the MRI. God bless them. And and the last scene, he's in the refrigerator. How many times have we been there? <laughs> Open up the refrigerator. <laughs> bless you to eat. There's nothing in here. That's what are right. you looking for? I don't know. Yeah. I reckon if they did, I like a super cut of every time he opens that fridge. <laughs> yeah. This is when he finds out that aziti has gone and the priest ate it. But he's also, how many times did he get there? He gets lunch made out. Yeah. He uh, gets the Tropicana juice out. He slams it so hard the thing shakes. The difference is he's dressed. He's usually in his bathrobe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he goes out with <laughs> his bathrobe on. And so that was part of his, you know. His demeanor. That, that's like, it. Yeah, Comes yeah. in, needs a little something to eat. Yeah. And is always there. Carmela's always, you know, the most she's ever filmed is in that kitchen. <laughs> Yeah. You know, cooking for the family and all that. And Tony, you can see that I've done that. I, if there's mortadella, 
yeah. in that fridge. I might hit it a few times in the day, wrapped in the paper. Yeah. It's always wrapped Montadella in the paper. was never one of my favorite. Oh, I love it. But I like the one with the pistachios yeah, that I, I can't get. That. Yeah, the pistachio one. I, I don't know if the, uh, the the deli up in Cranbourne has that. The Italian uh, deli. I'll have to look. Have a peek for me. I know they have the olives. I like the olives, but I love the like yeah, the, the pistachios. pistachios. I don't need the American thing. But you know, and the gabagol. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. One time I asked when I was making that that pie. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, I needed gabagol. I needed pizzuto and a few other things. And uh, so I go to the girl. I said, uh, you know, give me 200 grams of the gabagol. Like, looking at me like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. You know and Fat Tony's behind the counter. That's why I call him that because his <laughs> name is Tony. And he's also, he's, he's big, it's wide. Large. Yeah. And uh, so I said, no, I point to the capicoli. Oh, you want that? Yeah. Well, that's like, I practice so hard to say. Mozzarella? Shuvadella? Spuliadella. I have problems with saying anything. I had it just about right. And when I went up to buy them and she- Oh, she didn't know what to call it. No, she called it, she pronounced it completely different. I'm like, okay, you have that one right there. I'll I'll call it. Spuliadella. If you ask Lena, she knows what a spuliadella is. Well, there's- I wonder, do they ever make those? I bet. No, I, uh, I, they did make it once when I bothered her enough. So maybe I should do that start, again. Yeah, start <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Pestering her. And there was a couple other scenes that made me, um, you know, the, with the food and the people in it. Part of it was uh, when Tony was shot. Mm. All the food. Oh, the food. Did, just coming into the hospital. Everyone's yeah. bringing something. Bringing basket, and that's another way yeah. they care. They care about each other. <laughs> food is comfort. That's right. Know? And, and you need it. Well, you do. And that's how they care for each other. Yeah. And uh, there was a great line where, do you remember Chrissy gets hacked off about something and he throws a sandwich at Vito? <laughs> right. He th- so he starts like a little mini war. Yeah. And Tony turns around and he goes, you threw food at Vito. This has got to be resolved. <laughs> <laughs> now, I like the one where they're sitting at the poker table. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Oh, with the cheese. With the cheese. <laughs> And the kid's coming around, and he's, like, sweeping up next to Sylvia. Hey, go, I'm playing poker over here. Why don't you clean it? What, do you got to be Hazel? You know, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> he starts throwing the lunch meat. Get yeah. here, take that. Yeah, he throws it all on the floor. But, like, you know, but coming up, like, uh, the, the writers are, you know, where they come up with the, the different lines that brought it to the characters to oh, make yeah. it more real, you know. Oh, well, you know, and the women – use food to their advantage oh always but there's this uh remember when meadow she wanted to get um a letter from a woman to get oh, her yeah. into columbia yeah and so she goes oh hi look i just wondered if you could write a letter from a little girl here's her transcripts yeah. she's like i've done enough letters she goes um here's a lovely pear and ricotta pie yeah <laughs> and you will write the letter <laughs> <laughs> and she knows yeah I'm going to be bullied by some, uh, you know, made man, you know. That's right. No, but Carmela will cut you quicker then. She'll get you. Yeah. Ah. But we go to our, our go-to cookbooks, you know. Yes. So we got the, the Sopranos one and we got – I brought the Carmine's one. So Carmine's is a restaurant in New York and also in Vegas now. And just great, true things. And one of them, uh, if anybody ever goes to Carmine's or looks, looks them up, the country-style rigatoni. Oh, Yes. Yes, okay. you have made that for us, so and that's this is probably a real true Italian restaurant because uh, restaurant, I mean uh, recipe, because there's no tomatoes in it. 
You know, tomatoes didn't come back until the New World. Yes. Yes. Okay. So this one is made with broccoli, and you got the sausage meat, some bacon in there, prosciutto, and it and it's it's so it's like a white, almost like a white gravy. It turns yep. into with mushrooms and stuff, and just Aww. absolutely fabulous. Yeah. That is well. There's mm. some beautiful recipes like like that in the, when I was looking through because I kind of revisited the Sopranos. You yeah. know when you do that, you go, why don't I cook out of this every night for a month? Yeah, but you, you know, don't, right? You don't. Yeah. But there's a beautiful um, like pasta fazul and there's pasta. Yeah. Which is good for you. It's healthy. Pasta That's right. Fazool. And pasta with potatoes yeah. as well. There's that one. Oh, you know what I did the, the other day? Jeanette said, oh, you want me to make a baked potato for you or whatever? She was making something. And I said, nah. I said, why don't you just cut it up and just boil it? Right. I think you could do that, right? <laughs> so so oh anyway, she, she she did that. Okay. So so I come upstairs and so what I did was I drained drained it. Yeah. Okay. And I put it in a saucepan with some olive oil. Okay. Then we had the we buy the baby spinach in the yes, packets, so you yes. don't have to clean it and get all that That's sand all in And no matter how much you buy <sighs> spinach and clean it, clean, clean, you still get a gritty, gritty bit of it. Yeah, no, I, so anyway, that's the easiest way to yep. do it. I put that in the pan. And wilted it down with the with the, uh, the potatoes and the olive oil, a little bit of garlic salt. Oh my okay, goodness! If I, if I was wanted to, probably fresh garlic would have been better. So, so I used the garlic salt and capers. And oh then after wow! I tossed it all together. Squeeze some lime uh, lemon juice over it. Oh, that's fantastic! It was yeah, see, it's the simple, simple. stuff that tastes fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And then here also they they remind me of something my father and my aunts also used to make. What we call spadinis. Right. Okay. Spadini means something that's speared. Right. Okay. So like uh, on a skewer. So here they have, uh, which is swordfish rolls, but we used to do with either, when veal got too expensive, they used yeah. chicken cutlets and bang them down. Oh. Okay. And then you put some olive oil on it, put some Italian, the progresso breadcrumbs, yep. and but you juice them up a little bit, some more Parmesan cheese, yeah. and then fresh parsley. You roll them up tight and you skewer them all together, probably about I don't know, two or three inches yeah. wide. Skewer them all together, coat them again with some olive oil and more breadcrumbs. Yes. Then let them sit for a little while. The best way is on the barbecue. Oh, that'd be fantastic. And they are, they will melt in your mouth. And Jeanette's always, you know, hammering, could you make a, but they're time consuming to make. Yeah. And one time, <laughs> going back to my aunts again, right? <laughs> I'm over there, they're in Florida. And they always talk loud. Right. <laughs> right. So this time, my Aunt Fran is complaining to my Aunt Connie about the parsley. You know, what are you doing? Da, 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 da. The, the thing was, she wasn't cutting the stems all the way off the parsley, just, just to have the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and you think it was like World War Three breaking out. Well, you know, you've been sisters a long time. There'll be some stuff. You always do that. Or, yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's all food. You know, it's all about food. And food is well, good. even, you know, look, the show was on the air 20 years ago, so we're not giving anything away, even yeah. like the last episode. Yeah, they're in the diner. They're in the diner. Yeah. Basket of onion rings comes out, and then it goes to black. Yeah. Well, you know, and the onion rings were the, like the best thing that they made there, you know? Yeah. I'm looking here. Oh, they got pizza. Look at that. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, we're just looking at the book, so you could only hold out or go go to the uh, locals bookstore and buy your own copy. Uh, Eugene, yeah. there are 
they are the best recipes. Everything I have tried has worked out. So here they have the veal piccata with capers. Uh, I go, I get veal every time I go. To, I'm sorry, there are people that will be mad at me, but when I go to Italian restaurants, if there's veal, yeah, I will get it because I don't be cook good. it. I mean, yeah. Like my friend John and Donna. Like I remember going one time to the butcher with her. Yeah. And she's screaming at the guy because the veal wasn't off the leg and it's veiny and this and that. And you know, no, I don't want that. And yes, you know, whatever you're paying a pound for a veal. She goes, No, nah, I don't want that. I want these. You know? She come out a lot. But and I'm looking over here with the with the capers. Capers is like the if you want to make something that tasty, you know, yeah, it just is. Cap- capers like brings out a lot it's of a flavor, pop of flavor that yeah. is fantastic. You don't have to use many of them, no. especially in pasta. So whether it's a you know a red sauce or even to do it like I did with the potatoes or here the picante, which they just do it. It goes it goes mm. great as a topping done with lemon. Yep, and it's just just brings just pops it. Oh, it's good. And I was just thinking because you know Mackenzie's vegan. Mm. So vegetarian I can deal with, but vegan is a little bit more difficult with the yeah. cheeses and things. But there's so there are quite a few pasta recipes in there that oh, I yeah. can do. So with no issue at all. So you can cover everyone. Yeah, because you just, you know, olive oil, chichi beans or chickpeas yep. and even uh, kidney beans. Yep. Very healthy for you, you know, because you got the, the lentils in there and all that. And yep. it's good for you easy open up the can drain it throw it into the pasta put some olive oil in it maybe a little salt pepper and yeah you're done it is like the best there's not you know it doesn't have to be a hundred ingredients it doesn't have to be any of that it's just if you want a hundred ingredients you don't want italian food no no you want french (laughs) (laughs) yes that is true yeah and and if anyone gets the sopranos book the sunday gravy when you first look at it can seem a bit daunting but it's really not yeah. It's just a bit of branding and thing. Once it's all in there, you just let it. Yeah. And the other thing to do, what I think a lot of Italian families do, is as you buy meat and use it, you always save like a little bit. And right. You put that in the freezer, you mark it, uh, and then when you do your sauce, it just all goes in together. I never thought of that. I think I saw a whole bunch of short ribs in the special section the other yeah. day. I didn't get them. I should have. Mm. But you do things like that, so you buy a little bit extra, and, yep. and it goes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Gosh. Well, I think that wraps up. That wraps up the Sopranos section of the uh, story. So we will um, talk. We'll have a quick mention of uh, our address. So we are at 73 Cochran's Road, Moorabbin. And if Phil and I are there, we'll talk Sopranos with you all you like. Yep. Just ask for us. That's right. All right. So going to go for a little break. Love my barbecue. Phil, what is the secret word for the month of September? Harvest. That's it. <laughs> ah, you thought you got me there. No. It's a test. So that is the um, secret code. So look look up the listener discount section, as we said at the beginning of the show. Um, and please subscribe to the podcast. Rate it if you like. And um, we're happy to have any comments given to us at podcast at usafoods.com.au. And we do have some for today. We do. So we've got a, a little bit. So my mom and Leslie have jumped in and there is, oh, actually, I forgot to say this, Pillsbury Rolls. We need to get orange, the, you know, the cinnamon oh, rolls they, we yeah, get? Yeah, no, they're making orange one. I don't know if the supplier has it, but we'll find out. Okay. That is for Megan. Yep. She was asking about those and mm-hmm. I've been a bit slow on that. Okay. So on our candy show, so my mother has said, She's a real candy snob, thought the show was, as usual, really full of interesting information. I only focus on C's and Godiva. 
which I have not heard you mention. We oh. mentioned seas. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Well, but Godiva's not an American brand. Yeah. Wow. No, it's Belgian. Yeah. Uh, like it was. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yes. Uh, yes, you are. Um, she likes Hershey's with almonds, Milky Way bars, and Mars, which she can't find here. It can't find anymore. Um, she only likes chocolate Tootsie Pops, mm-hmm. which I understand, so yeah. and Brock's licorice jelly beans. Only licorice I will eat. Now, did you need to know that? Probably not. Well, that's like good and plenty, which is licorice jelly beans, but with a coating on it. Yeah, and I love those, and you don't, so I'd never have to share. And uh, on to copycat recipes. Mm -hmm. She said, once again, I am a snob. (laughs) Well, okay. I have never eaten one that was really a copycat, just a sort of almost like. Oh, well. Well, I guess it's your expectations. That's it. Yeah. And, and for, how, for us, it might be you, ten, 10 years. And how you interpret the recipe. That's right. And it might be 20 years since I had an orange Julius. So yeah. a fake one is close enough that it brings it all back. Mm. Now, uh, and Leslie would like to know, she's mean as a snake, this woman, because you'll find out, would like to know the history of sugar daddy candy on a stick. That was the sweet you'd take to a friend's house whose children have visited your home and were little monsters. It is a truly sweet revenge. And then they leave it on a counter somewhere and it sticks to it. Or the dog or somewhere else. And on the pickle show, I was trying to think of a movie that had a pickle person in it. And she goes, it's called Crossing Delancey, which she came to, uh, was the uh, Jewish pickle vendor movie. Um, And your great-grandmothers, so both of them, made the best bread and butter butter pickles. And the closest I have found is Mount Olive Brand. There you go. And our local well-known wax peppers in our area of California is our Bruno's. A Bruno's. I forgot about Bruno's because I think of uh, Mazetta. Mazetta, yep. But I've been here too long. That's well, we what happened. And what's that other brand? There's another brand that we get. Uh, G- uh, yeah, Giuliano's. Giuliano's, that's yeah. it too. So that is the feedback at the moment. I'm sure there's some more out there, which we'll Okay, let's call go, it. and we'll go on to Nat Nosh. Yes. So September the 1st, <laughs> National Popover, Cherry Popover Day. Okay, so we- and We just talked about, we had last week was cherry turnovers. Turnover. So, so now we're not turning over, we're popping it over. <laughs> Must mean- Cherries are the best in the season. Yeah. Has to be. And National Yero Day. Yero Day. Now, the good, the best Yeros I had were either in Chicago. Yes. Or here at Lambs. Uh, mm. I don't even know if they're still around, but mm-hmm. it used to be on Chapel Street and all that. Lambs had on the spit. Oh. oh. Ooh. Mm. Uh, we, we have a story about food on a spit, but I'll tell you that another time. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday. Yes. Blueberry. Okay. There's a Blueberry Popsicle Day. Isn't it just blue? I didn't know it was blueberry. I know the blue ones. <laughs> blue, get... b- red, <laughs> blue dye number, number three, that's it. 133. It didn't, it didn't yeah. have a distinct flavor yeah. to it. Like, ooh, that's a blueberry. Yeah. And yeah. then National Grits for Breakfast Day. Because grits ain't for breakfast only. <laughs> that's right. Love grits. Love grits with uh, red eye gravy. Ooh, I like it with... Salt and pepper, a pat of butter that you yeah. watch it melt, and then you get the runny egg yolk in it. Ooh, oh, yeah. that's the top way to have it. Mm. And yeah. uh, Welsh September third is Welsh Rarebit Day, okay. so that is like the cheese toast. Cheese toast. I always thought it was, it was rabbit. I did too when I was a kid. I was like, oh, and then I ordered it once, and it was like had I think it's Worcestershire sauce in it, on it as well. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I got it at the Tuck Box in Carmel. Mm. Ah. And September 4th is National Macadamia Nut Day. Ah, well, it was 
close talking Lonza to two Chocolate weeks ago. Cupboard. Oh, they are the best. Yeah. Patons over here is really good. Ah. Patons. And they, because they do like a, a coating. Yep. Onto it, like a crunchy coating and a chocolate coating on top of that. So the net stays oh, nice and warm. And it's so good. Ooh, I'll have to look at that. You used to get that. those on Qantas all the time, and then I don't think they do that It's anymore. been so long since I've been on a plane. Yeah. And Sunday National on the 5th is National Cheese Pizza Day. Every kid's favorite. What's <laughs> an old pizza have cheese on it? It does. I just mean just probably plain. Plain pizza. Uh, yeah. See, they, they don't call like uh, a plain pizza in America. They don't call it uh, – a margarita. margarita. No, because it doesn't Some have Some places any- do, but they, most of them don't. It's just a cheese pizza. It is, because there's no, uh, is it oregano? There's no oregano. Or oregano. Oregano. <laughs> and then uh, one of my favorite coffee, uh, coffee ice creams, is uh, on September the 6th, is coffee ice cream day. Oh, yeah. I like coffee ice cream. I do, too. Hey, do you know you can get, have we talked about this before <laughs> with, at McDonald's? Yeah. You get a vanilla shake. Yeah. And you, ask, you can actually ask for a real coffee shake, and what it is, it's a, a shot of espresso in a vanilla shake. Ooh. So you can ask for it either way, wow. but it's very nice. Mm. And that gives you that flavor of that coffee ice cream. That leads us on to the next one. Yes. Uh, Sunday, acorn squash day. Oh. I don't want to celebrate acorn squash. <laughs> <laughs> squash. That's I mean, another one. That, that's another George call. George. Why would you call anything squash? squash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Now we got a special sign off today. Yes. Okay. So, Barbara's going to be uh, Camilla. That's it. And Brendan's going to be uh, Tony Jr., Anthony Jr. Yeah. And I'm going to be uh, the big guy, Tony. And so, here the- I'm going to be T. T. So, the story is Anthony Jr., I think he's broken up with his girlfriend and he's just being a pain and he won't eat anything. <clears throat> so, Carmella has just asked him, you know, come- You only have one girlfriend in the thing, right? I think so. He had yeah. one with a kid. Yeah, the, the Puerto yeah. Rican girl. Yeah, yeah. So she's asked him for food. He said no. So she comes back with, you've heard the term comfort food. Maybe it'll make you feel better. I know this is hard for you to believe, but food might not be the answer to every problem. Neither is acting like a little whiny bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And that leaves us for today. (laughs) Only one bad word when we did a whole show of The Sopranos. We deserve a medal. Yep. Thank you. (laughs) See you guys. Bye. Thank you.